0: Hey, 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 Debbie Adams here and you're listening to Under the Hood. Today I'm here with Adam Purcell and I'm always delighted when Adam is joining me for any kind of discussion, whether it's on, you know, whether we're live on a mic or we're just sitting around shooting the shit, we always have a great chat. And today we started off our talk just by talking about How easy it is um, when we get into the groove of making money, when we get you know, real acting, real business-like, and we know how to make money, and then we realize that we can actually combine uh, making money with things that we love to do. And I know, Adam, that one of your gifts, one of your natural talents is um, customer service. And I believe I heard you say that you were disconnected from that for a while. Mm -hmm. And now you're starting to come back around and do that. So how is it that you're doing that?
1: Well, I've uh, obviously been working with lovely clients yourself, with your, like yourself and over the last couple of years I've been helping people tell their story through video and podcasting and brand storytelling which has been great and it's I'm in the social media world, but when someone says you're a social media marketer, well, I'm not really I've, I'm I'm my own piece and I think what it, it the more I thought about, it, the more I realized it, it I really tap into my Empathy and my ability to help people connect with their audience and tell their story, and, that, <clears throat> and where that comes back to the last two or three weeks, I've been sitting and like, okay, I'm helping helping people tell their story. I'm loving what I do, and I keep on seeing. I actually started seeing flashbacks in Facebook coming up, like three years ago this happened, two years ago, ten years ago this happened, and I'm and I'm starting to remember like. My real skill is customer service, I was 16 working as a teller when all the older ladies used to wait in line and would skip everyone else to get to me because I knew how to make them laugh or knew how to like... So I started remembering when I used to run a restaurant how I loved building a cultural service by getting people to one by one fall in love with making the customer happy mm-hmm. so so it started with that going okay i'm missing this piece like yes it's in there with what i do but i'm really not there's this big gaping meatball out there that um i'm not looking to oh i can make money off this i can make a lot of love in the sense of yeah, yeah. making a lot of people happy and make myself happy by tapping into this
0: i like it um there's a guy i don't know if you've ever heard of him He's called kyle Pease. And he's a guy out of the States, and he has this coaching model that's called Evolving Out Loud. And it's just... His model is two people having a conversation, and all of a sudden, these wonderful nuggets, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, these little pieces, These these little knowledge bombs get dropped. And as I'm listening to you, if you don't mind me kind of teasing apart some of the stuff that you said... Of course. uh, You know, it would really help our listeners. One of the... You know I don't like jargon. Mm -hmm. And... Brand storytelling, as far as I'm concerned, is a, um, a buzzword, mm-hmm. kind of a buzz phrase in the industry. I don't know. I don't know. I often said, Debbie, maybe you got a learning disability or something that you have to like take longer to figure out what it is they're trying to say. What is it that you mean when you say brand storytelling?
1: Well, helping you, helping a client or a person find their story and where, <coughs> what uh, vehicle use to tell that story so for example we've worked together for a few months and we've the, like we've done some videos and done some other things and done different pieces of social but the minute we turn on the podcast within 30 seconds I knew that was how to tell your story so I guess I adopted the world brand word the two words brand storytelling because that's how I can say it and someone will say oh I get that I find it challenging to explain what I do, right? And I think that's that's probably the challenge of entrepreneurship in in general because everyone wants to be different. Well, I'm not really this, so I can't say this because that's that person. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's where I adopted brand storytelling because I'd ask clients of mine, they'd say, "You're not really our social media guy. You help us tell our brand story." I'm like, "That makes yes. sense." Yes. So that's where it came from,
0: and uh, yeah, and I like it. I'm glad you explained that because I know there are people sitting out there that are like me, mm-hmm. who would listen to this and then get hung up on the, on the word or phrase that uh, that would keep them from hearing the rest of the stuff that we're going to be mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I was in high school, when I was in school, there were often times when the teacher was telling stuff and they'd use word throw in a word, and I would be stuck there with that word. I think you know sometimes I'm like stuck with that word and I missed the rest of the class. So that was the only reason I jumped on that piece. Of course. Brand storytelling. So I know in, uh, I think maybe three or four months that we've been, it's been three or four months. Yep. Um, It flies by and I love working with you. Uh, People have gotten to know me better. So I can only imagine that means we're we're doing uh, something right. We're doing our brand storytelling right. But bringing this back to You doing what you do best and you in the customer service, um, there's two pieces to that. One is I'm getting more tightly connected with my clients and serving their needs because you're helping me to articulate it better. With the podcast, which you said was the best thing for me. But how does that tie into your passion for customer service? Not, as, not how does my story tie into it, but how does doing this work? Because this is kind of technical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does it still feed your soul?
1: It does, because I hear that all the time. What happened last week, you said, I've got this, I've got this lapel, mic. You're, you're a techie guy, and you hand it to me. And I have to tell people, I'm not a techie guy. What I do is I see something, and I say, I can use that. So an app, a new cool app that someone's like, "That's for kids." I'm like, "But I see creativity. Right. I see an opportunity to have Debbie do a video with rabbit ears on her head. You know what I'm saying?" Yeah, like I, yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. so I'm not I'm not techie. So because I hear that all the time, like we said about the podcasting, like, I had to learn how to do a little more to work with you because because I know oh this is an avenue. Let me learn this because I'm going to learn it in order to execute the quote unquote brand storytelling. Uh, this is a perfect analogy for you who's worked on cars your whole life i love a nice car i love to press down the gas and go fast i have no clue how it works
0: yeah
1: yeah right so i enjoy riding riding this beautiful engine i have no idea what's under the hood right. like how i did that right yeah. i
0: lo- I love it i love it. nice plug nice plug hashtag if you could visualize my hashtag under the hood just saying
1: i can rewind that that was pretty good that was Yeah. Amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But So, uh, this is good. And I love that you bring in the analogy of the vehicle because I'm, I was a mechanic, but it wasn't my passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had an opportunity to weave my passion into that. So I liken the use of the podcast, the tech stuff that you need to get the work done, mm-hmm. as just your tools of the trade. Yep. But what it is that you're actually doing is what you've always done, which is great customer service. Because my need is you know to get people to know who I am and you're good at figuring out how it is you would do that if you were me and then and then help me to to get to get there
1: I actually searched so I saw this thing come through and it said the questions to ask your social media manager when you're going to hire them and there's 25 questions I don't know 18 of the things that they asked so uh, so that's what made me go like this is why it's a challenge to get people to understand Well, I do because I'm not the one that's going to get you a sales funnel, but I am the one that, to use my line, I get people to care so you, Debbie Adams, can sell them shit. Right. They're going to get to know you, get to know you better, pull you in, and then they can say, Debbie's awesome. I'm learning lots of stuff. What does she do? What does she really do? I'm going to have a conversation with her, and then you, I'm kind of giving you, like, setting you up a nice little platter for you to say... Yeah, ah, and then you go in for the kill, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's all customer service. So sometimes when we think about customer service, it's really easy to imagine in a restaurant, mm-hmm. which is your background. If you you can walk away and say, I had a great customer experience there because you know I felt good. The guy was really interested in what I was saying. You know, tended to my needs, replaced my food if it needed to be replaced, <laughs> whatever it was. Sometimes a little uh, less easy for people to say in this kind of a, you know in this kind of a place mm-hmm. but if people could see and maybe that's what I'm hoping with this podcast is that people can see what goes on on the back end yes like what i what ends up in people's email boxes through the, through the podcast is um, is the result of our interactions before that even begins mm-hmm. and all of the warmth and stuff that you bring through the door i i have to say that so uh, your you know customer service is your thing, and so it's really important to make money doing that thing. Mm-hmm. This is where that statement comes from: that if you um, find that thing you love, and then make money doing it, you'll never work another day in your life. And that's like so tr- so true. But many of us are out right there, like I was when I first started my tax business, doing taxes to make money. But I had to, you know, I needed to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. But now I'm doing this coaching and and stuff and I love it. I love telling people, this is how I would make money if I had your business. Like this is what I would do. That's what I do in coaching. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, if I was selling that shit, I'd be doing X, Y, Z. And you're going to fork over a few grand for me to tell you that. But I love doing it. And I could do it all day long in my sleep, in my jammies. Mm -hmm. Right? Finding that thing. So final words for our people that are listening. If they haven't really uh, discovered
1: what they love to do how do you think they could go about finding out <clears throat> well a a coach would probably tell them to i'm just saying it's, yep. it's, it's write it down write down things you love almost like a what do you love to do in your life and the other side of the what do you actually what is painful it might be revenue generating whatever it is could be your day-to-day work right write down what you hate uh, and then find okay find the things that you love and then is there possibility to find this little an hour and a half a week to start investing in that and I don't know I think with the world of social media today if you love Spider-Man and that's your thing and you have Spider-Man paraphernalia all over your walls you can make money yeah. at that yeah. doesn't have to be your full-time job but it can be your full-time passion right Right. right.
0: and I think another way to find out what it is that you uh that thing that you love, that thing that could become your moneymaker, is to ask your friends. Mm-hmm. Because I know if we ask five people who know Adam Purcell, what's he really good at? They're going to say, hands down, customer service. The customer experience is what you're all about. Anyway, it's been good talking to you, Adam, and I will be seeing you again real soon.
1: Can I do your ending?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You've
1: listened to Under the Hill with Debbie Adams. Who's your daddy?
0: You do it better, you do it way better.